Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
This show is sponsored by CoventryCreations.com. You're listening to Keep It Magic Radio. 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 Are you ready to make some magic? Jackie and Storm are putting the pieces together for you. Find out what planets are changing the game and how to harness that energy. Get the latest metaphysical perspective on hot topics. Learn how to make magic work for you. Nothing is too hot or personal for Jackie and Storm to handle. Visit our website weekly for articles, updates, and the latest information to transform your life at www.keepitmagic.com. Now here is Jackie Smith and Storm Sestavani. Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to Keep It Magic. It is April the 30th, 2013. I'm Storm Sestavani. Um, cruise on over to our sponsor at www.coventrycreations.com. If you have a problem in your life, no matter what that problem is, um, we have a candle for that. So make sure that you go and check that out right now. Just cruise on over there. Get in your little keyboard, type www.coventrycreations.com, and give them a little bit of love. It is through your purchases to Coventry Creations that this show is able to remain on the air. So make sure that you go over there and uh, give all those lovely people over at Coventry a little bit of love. Now, we're in our fifth part of creating lasting change in your life. And, of course, the goddess of change is with me. Her name is Jackie Smith. <laughs> <laughs> love me, I like dollars better. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of um, stuff that's currently going on, and, uh, you know, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. And, you know, I was thinking the other night, Jackie, as I was, you know, sitting around doing my thing, I get this strange inspiration because I tend to listen to, uh, uh, you know, when I'm working, especially when I'm doing writing, working, or researching stuff, I tend to listen to music. And... That song there by Pink came on, which is called You Plus Your Hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking to myself, how things change. If you look at where the landscape was 13 years ago when four little girls came onto the music scene with a bang, it was Britney Spears, mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, and Pink. True. And you look at the, the really, when you look at it music-wise, there's really only two that are remaining, Britney Spears and Pink. Um, now, of course, you know, people may argue that Christina released a new album and, you know, she has a huge song right now with Pitbull. But her musical influence um, really has not been as Well, except on The Voice. Was it, she on The Voice? Yeah, she was on The Voice. She's no longer on The Voice. Now it's Usher and Shakira. Um, which Shakira I can't listen to because every sound that, song she sings, it sounds like a sheep is singing, no judgment. But I, it's just not pleasing to my ears. <laughs> um, you know, I just know. Um, but anyways, when I was thinking about it, you know, they, you know, when you look at the critics, and the same thing happened two or two and a half decades ago with Madonna and Cyndi Lauper. They thought Cyndi Lauper was going to be the huge big star and Madonna was going to be a one-album wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at it now, you have Britney Spears and Pink that are still standing in regards to this musical right. um, circumstance. And Pink has a huge album out right now. Huge. She's had three number one singles from it. Oh, I know. And it's, it's actually it's one of my favorite albums. It's one of the... It's one of the only albums I've actually gone out and purchased the whole thing uh-huh. um, in about four years. Otherwise, rather than purchasing a song here and a song there, I 
I listened to a few songs, and I said, I want this entire album. And it's my favorite song on that album is um, Glitter in the Air, which we p- played um, played on yeah. the show before. And that song is the ultimate love song, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a huge fan of Pink. And then seeing her put on a show... She's grown so much as a performer. Um, you know what she did in the beginning and what she's doing now—two totally different things. Well, not totally different, but but you you can watch the evolution, and she stayed current. Yeah, you, you can definitely watch the evolution um, with her. And you know, one of the things that I think that is miraculous with Pink is that everybody, 13 years ago, when all these little girls came out, they thought mm-hmm. that she was not. Um, PC enough, basically, to fit in with the teenage pop music scene and evolve. But I think that she's the perfect amount of edgy. Yeah, she's the perfect amount of edgy, and you know, it's and it's interesting when you look at those four girls. Jessica and Christina have much better voices overall. Um, I know, but there's a power in. I think there's a power in Pink's voice that trumps them all. That trumps all of them. There's a power in Pink's voice, and there's that it factor with Britney. That um, but you, know, I, you, you just know what? I, in. Just, I just can't stand Britney. I don't like any of her music. I don't like. <laughs> I I I feel like she is. Um, and, and I'm sure she's a lovely, lovely person. Yeah. But she's too. She, her 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 celebrity is too manufactured for me. And so she. So so this is what I can't stand. about I can't stand to watch her or listen to her because I feel like um, she is the girl in the glass bubble. Mm-hmm. And and I feel sorry for her, and I feel like this is oh I can't stand it. But Pink has a private life. Yes. And so um, I you know she just she's the music she she has, doesn't she have kids? She has one child. Yeah. Yeah. And and so um, I, I don't know like like Britney everyone recognizes Britney everywhere for every way, but I think Pink could actually have a life. Like you can, you love her music, you know her music, and then mm-hmm. she can have a life too. So, so I like that balance. Well, it's two different forms. Of, the reason I wanted to bring Pink into this particular show is that, um, you know, where what I think that we we should wrap up this five part series is <clears throat> is basically, you know, that there are times in our lives, Jackie, in which we're really we get to a point in which we're really stuck and we don't know which direction to go in. Um, and we don't know, uh, you, you know, we feel overwhelmed by the odds. And uh, we keep doing the same thing because we just really don't know what to do. We don't know what to do else besides that. Um, oh, yeah. And I think that what you have with um, with both of those two girls is that they have overcome adversity. Um Brittany, in regards to her particular you know, meltdown and you know, having to deal with it, I have a little bit more of a softer spot with, with Brittany. I love Pink. I have a softer spot with Brittany because she has uh, survived psychological trauma. Um, uh, you know, being diagnosed bipolar. Um, uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and, and you know, going through the crazy, and unfortunately, you know, with her, she is so out there and so popular. You know, the paparazzi is just obsessed with her um, to the point that she can't even have a mental breakdown without a camera. Right. <laughs> you know, in front of her. So you know, th- there's a little bit of a soft spot in regards to that. With Pink, it's being told you're never going to make it. Mm-hmm. Having a record deal. 
um, and being told, yeah, you know, you, you can put out these albums, but if you don't do it this way, it's never going to sell. And um, she went through a period in which her albums bombed. She had two albums that just literally, she lost uh, one of her record contracts because of it. Um, and then basically to rise from that um, mm-hmm. and produce a spectacular last album. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, is uh, is interesting, and I think that we we have a tendency to look at celebrity or anybody in the, in in the uh, in um, uh, social circles or media in any way. For example, Jackie, people can look at the two of us and say, "Well, you know, she owns her own company, and you know, she's sending out millions of candles every month. You know, um, she probably has a big, huge, gigantic, seventy seventy five million dollar home." You know, and she's driving a Ferrari, and, you know, people just start to paint their own particular images of what people's lives are like based upon public perception and public persona. Uh Um, You know, and, um, uh, you know, with... um, uh, And and it's a very, very difficult spot to get into. And I know having approval addiction, Mm -hmm. um, you can get into always wanting to particularly please those particular things. And what I respect about Pink is the fact that she just did the particular energy or the particular music that she wanted to do over and over and over and over, and she didn't compromise her artistic integrity. I do like the fact that she's gone in a more dancey direction. Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you know me. You know, if it doesn't have an electronic beat, I'm not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Nor are we playing it on the air. <laughs> I know, I might change that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I might have some other options for you. <laughs> I got people. <laughs> you know, but the uh, it is the uh, the particular. Um, I, and I think that that's a good thing to look at. I'm, I mean, imagine Jackie being told, "Yeah, you can release these albums, but if you don't do it our way, the album is going to fail." And then you go through, actually go through two albums that bombed. Oh, trust me, I I know I I have experienced those feelings of um, you know I've had. Everyone has their producer. Everyone has their record industry mogul over their head. In, in whatever um, what, whatever um, um, issue they have, yeah. Um, and I've had that um, with with my distributors or different people who are buying from us um, and saying, "Well, that'll never work. That'll never work," and and really not not getting a chance with it. Or 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 here's the other thing, which is even bigger and more truthful than all of that is. You might have a brilliant idea and love it to the core of your being, and 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 other people don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> which is more the truth, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so so that's that's an interesting um, viewpoint on that one. You know, so it is. I mean, when you look at these particular factors, um, it is a little bit of a uh, you know a bit of a difficulty in regards to. Um, uh, you know, to really looking at things uh, in in a very very broad perspective. I mean, because I mean, Jackie, have you you know you manufacture products? I'm a solo artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, have you done something and everybody tell you it's going to fail and then it actually fails? Well, that's called the blessed herbal candles. Um, oh, some of my biggest products. The Blessed Herbal Candles, the Motor City Hoodoo, um, those were both of those lines were like, oh no, people aren't ready for that. People won't accept it. People won't like it. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, 
I think, and, and I got to tell you, the thing that that people are 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 most interested in are the ones that that it takes a long time for it to catch on. Yeah. So, um, but we all we're all going to have a pocket full of fails and a few key successes. Mm-hmm. And you know, in in business, in the business world, or actually in any world, they say you know, it, uh, small businesses, new small businesses fail nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what that means? No, tell me. You got to start nine businesses. Yeah. <laughs> what that means is that you got to get up ten times. You got to get up one more time than you fall. You have to so so make your mistakes early. Make them um, take your risks because here's the thing: is if it's if if it you're gonna if it's a nine times out of ten failure, then taking that risk and making that change and 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 taking it into a new direction is actually easier mm-hmm. because then you're then you really are doing it your way, and then you have respect for yourself. But there's and and you you know I, I've done it my way i've done the the whole you know frank sinatra my way um on business for a long time um and not ask for help so if you blend the wisdom of your elders or your mentors with your own intuition and passion then you really have a um, um a really a bigger potential for success well it, it took me a long time jackie i mean you know that i took a photoshop course and all this other stuff and i actually had fun with my particular Photoshop course, and I can go into Photoshop and play around with stuff, you know, and I know what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Um, but the whole idea of actually spending time creating it for my business, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> um, uh, I don't have the time to do it, actually. You know, so it was a rather large, um, uh, you know, letting go of control factor in regards to my hiring a graphic designer to work on my uh, graphics. Um, I think... That has a lot to do with that change, with, yeah. with creating that lasting change that we've been talking about for now five weeks. And and there's a reason why we talk about it for five weeks, because it's a big process. I mean, yeah. even if you're like me and you love change, it's still a difficult process because you're still going to have all kinds of kinds of issues that, that hang on to an old belief. But one of the big things is knowing where your strengths are mm-hmm. um, and knowing when to get help. Uh, exactly, exactly. Uh, and you know, now here is the thing. I'm like uh, gone into wackadoodle mode because now I'm thinking I've got a whole list, Jackie, of things that I can outsource. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think do it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I well, um, we both did this at the same time. You said, "Why am I killing myself trying to learn Photoshop?" Which is a really intensive program. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's a different skill set and you have to have an eye in the whole thing. And you're going, wait a minute, why am, I, why am I struggling with this? And then I said, wait a minute, why am I struggling with this when I can um, hire someone to um, help me with marketing and graphic design and stuff? And so we both did it at the same time and are having wonderful outcomes. Well, for, for, for me, Jackie, I love Photoshop. But I think that for me, I need a particular um, – when, when I do working with Photoshop, I want it to be more of 
um, an adjunct or in addition to, um, you know, my spiritual transformative work, you know, learning how to play and things of that particular nature. Um, uh, I like using it in regards to that particular capacity. Um, uh, you know, but, uh, you, you know, so playing with Photoshop and downtime is fun, okay? Um, if, if I start to go too heavily in regards to, oh, you know, I need to do this, um, uh, it, it's just going to make me crazy, and I'm going to start to try to, to wrestle down that control again. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the, the lovely thing that I can do is that I can, you know, take a particular graphic at this particular point and show a graphic designer more of a particular tweak that I would like. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, and you know, uh, yeah. and you know, it can be done. Here's the thing about having enough knowledge in, in an area that and that you have to hire someone in is that kind of like taking your car to the garage and they have, well, your phalangelator needs to be changed and the, your monthly blah, blah, and you're like, what? I've never, what? I need a new air filter? Um, but if you know a little bit about it, you'll go, no, no, no. Yeah. It, 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 it was hard, you know, because, I, Jackie, I have like six programs where this awakening came with me is I have like six programs mm-hmm. that I wanted to learn and I'm just like, this is not what I'm good at. I'm good at um, mm-hmm. doing what it is that I do. Okay, having working knowledge of a program and knowing how it operates is, I think, everybody should do. But, um, uh, but in regards to you know, necessarily knowing all the mechanics, and I know me, I have a little bit of a touch of it, OCD. Okay, mm-hmm. if I get too far into Photoshop, honey, you'll have to pull me out. <laughs> you know, it, it'll be you know I will learn every little tiny minute detail um, in regards to Photoshop, and I would rather apply that to a Astrology. Um. <laughs> right, and that's your that's your go to. That's what you're that's what you're great at. Yeah, so it it is interesting. Now, there's another big news story. Um, also this particular week that I think is um, uh, with our particular uh, lasting change, which I don't know about. So Jackie's going to have to talk to me. Well, if you are thinking that maybe the world isn't changing, um, all you have to do is um, take a look at Jason Collins. Mm-hmm. He. Um, He's a basketball player, um, and he has um, he's been around for a little while. I don't know how many years he's been and who he plays for. I have to say that um, uh, <laughs> that I'm not a follower of basketball, but he just came out as gay. He's the first pro athlete to come out as gay. That's huge. That's that that is absolutely world changing. Yeah. The because it's it's the man's sport. Is basketball. It cute? Baseball, football, you know, you know, it's the man's sport, and then there would never be a gay man. And there's been yeah. gay men in sports for a long time. They could never come out, though. They're probably all gay, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or straight men waiting for their opportunity. <laughs> On the down low, baby. Now, is he cute? Um, you know... You know, I I think black men are very good looking. So what the hell? But now, you know who I had a crush on when I was like twenty. Who? You know that guy from CNC Music Factory, Freedom Williams. No, I actually don't. I have, to I have like a up. mad. You'll have to look at him up. And I look at him now, and I was like, what the hell was I even thinking? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he plays. Um, he's uh, Jason Collins is. Um, is he like a tight end? <laughs> he's a center. What? Oh. Um, he's 34 years old, so he's mm-hmm. not that old. I mean, he's been in the game oh, yes, for a while. Oh, end is like football. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, let's see. He do, 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 do. he plays played for the Boston um, Celtics this year. Mm-hmm. 
and then now he plays for the Washington Wizards. Um, so as as I'm perusing a story as we're talking, I, I'm calling myself out. But um, but that's this is a big deal, and and but yet he's going nope, it's not a big deal. And I love the way he's playing it. He goes, this is not a big deal. This is just who I am. And apparently he has also been in recovery too. So it's it's through really owning who he is as it looks like and I'm not I mean I'm paraphrasing looking at some of the stuff that the news reports I saw this week or actually this this past couple of days and then um uh, reading some few things. It looks like he's really come into who he has as a human who he is as a human being and he's been um peeling back. When you go through a twelve step program you're peeling back all of those defense mechanisms that you put in place to please other people, to be what other people need you to be. So knowing that, I was like, dude, I totally get that. We we both get that. Yeah. And, and isn't that what change is, though? I mean, we're we're changing the world, so we're we're pulling back the fears of of um, what it is to to live in a certain role, and that if you don't live up to this certain role in your life, um, uh, whether it's you're a basketball player or a business owner or a psychic. Um, or a teacher, or a kid, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. There's this huge uh, fear that if you don't live up to a certain um, ideal that you think this position holds, that you're not going to be accepted. And we're breaking that down. We've been breaking that down for for a couple generations now. But mm-hmm. this is the sign that says we're doing it. Yeah. There's a. The, uh, I've got another little uh, piece for you. Um, okay. Uh, you know that uh, last year I fell in love with the song Gangnam Style. Uh-huh. In fact, Tony and I were obsessed with it for a while. Yeah. Um, That's a funny story about that. Go ahead. And the the interesting factor is that a lot of people thought that, of course, that that would be a one-hit wonder. Well, Sai's new single, which we're going to play here in a few seconds, um, is called Gentleman, and it just hit number one. Yeah. Yep, it's kind of a rude video. <laughs> really, it is. I'm not in love with the video, but it's kind of like practical jokes on each other. Um, yeah, well, the thing with him that I th- that I think is uh, is interesting is the fact that he can make this rude, obnoxious video, but he himself is very, very charming, so he kind of gets away with it. Okay, there you go. Um, uh, and you know he, uh, you know, whereas um, uh, you know Gangnam Style didn't actually hit number one um, on the, the Billboard Top 200, um, Gentleman did. It will be this coming week. Um, so uh, you know, again, how do you face that particular adversity when I'm sure every everywhere he looked, it was probably you're never going to be able to do Gangnam Style again. It's not going to happen. Mm. That's what we all hear that. Yeah. We all hear that like um oh that was a lucky shot or that was a lucky break you got or listen, I've been watching um the RuPaul's drag race marathon. Mhm. <laughs> She's gayer than I am, by the way. <laughs> My daughter and I watch it together and we have a blast watching it. It's a hot mess and we love it. So, one of the top 3 um contestants uh, Jinx. Yeah. The um, the other contestant, Roxy, keeps saying, "You've just lucked out this entire time. You have no talent. You've just lucked out." And I'm like, "Wow, what a what a shitty." Um, I I just don't want to. And I I love that 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 the contestant Jinx keeps saying, 
I don't know how you can talk to people like that. I can't stand myself when I talk to people like that. Yeah. I don't like who I am when I'm treating people how you how you are treating me. And I was like, damn, that's it. I loved that line last night. And so I think we all hit up on on that that adversity, especially when we're making change. Oh my God, when you change how you're interacting with the rest of the world, the rest of the world goes, what? I didn't approve this. Exactly. This is not a message approved by me. You cannot change the game just because you decided to. I'm still going to behave in this certain way. And and so when you are making great change, when you are healing things in your life, you get a lot of pushback. And yeah. From your outside world, but also from yourself, too, your own personal fears. Absolutely. And so that that pushback... And that pushback is kind of what we're going to talk about for, for the rest of the show is how do you deal with with the manifestation of the rest of that change. I mean, you deal with those internal processes and you bring the magic in. So how do you deal with when when the rest of the world has those roadblocks in your way? Absolutely. We have to take a break. Um, oh, that was a great segue. I know, wasn't it? <laughs> we have to take a break. Um, cruise on over to www.thecoventrycreations.com. And, uh, you know, if you have a problem in your life, whether that's love, romance, money, spiritual uh, issues that you need to deal with, we definitely have a candle for that. Jackie and I will be back in a flash. Here's your new number one single.
gentleman. Welcome back to Keep It Magic, everybody. I'm Storm Sestavani. You were listening to Sai's new single. It is called Gentle Man. It's the new number one single on the Billboard Hot 200. And Jackie, I don't know if you know this, but they're now using YouTube as uh, a deciding factor in regards to what is going to be number one. The world, she is changing. The world is changing. Um, a few announcements before um, uh, we go on with the show. Um, first of all, visit CoventryCreations.com, of course, for all your magical candle needs. Um, and Jackie and I will... The, the months of May, June, and July are going to be a little bit odd because Jackie and I um, will be wrapping up Season 2 and preparing for Season 3. Um, we will have three shows in the month of... Uh, two shows. Yeah, two shows in the month of May. Um, I, and then I am going away to Hotlanta. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I'm doing, but I'm going away to Hotlanta. Um, and uh, that Jackie will, of course, you know, she has INATs and things of that nature um, uh, coming up uh, in June. Um, July will be probably our only month of full shows, and, of course, Jackie and I will be taking the month of August off as we do every year. Um, the reason being is that there's too much that happens in the month of August. We've got to prepare for Season 3, and Jackie and I have birthdays. Holla! <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the most important part. Yeah, our birthdays are uh, in August, so Jackie and I uh, like taking the month of August off because, you know, it's too freaking hot to do a radio show. <laughs> That's the reality. We're too hot, you know. <laughs> well, that and, and um, I um, have an, a month-long celebration for myself for my birthday. Yeah, she has. A, she celebrates the whole month. Um, I celebrate about an hour. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't even want to, I can't even conceptually. I mean, Jackie, think about it. When you met me, I was 38 years old. I'm going to be 43. Wow, we've known each other a minute. Mm-hmm. It's 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 pretty interesting. Um, and uh, uh, of course, you know what I am going to talk to Jackie about um, uh, coming back with season three. I want to do a whole month on brace yourself, discovering your it factor. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, um, and the reason being, I think that what you have with Pink and even Brittany, even though I know you detest her. Um, uh, <laughs> they all have an it factor. Um, uh, and um, I think that it is important that we all find our personal it factor because once you find that it factor, it allows you to develop your own personal um, inner authenticity. So um, that'll be um, interesting coming up. Well, and I think that's what we all, what many of us, we're striving to find for ourselves. Yes, exactly. So make sure that you uh, follow Keep It Magic on Facebook. Um, you can go to my Facebook page, which is Astro Gossip, um, uh, and uh, you know get updates about season three of Keep It Magic. And of course, you know you can uh, friend Jackie on Facebook or you know follow the many just Coventry Creations, you know um, 
uh, candle workshop, you name it, there will be probably information about season three that will be posted. So start looking for that um, pretty soon because Jackie and I, you know, usually once we make a decision, we can't control ourselves. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting. Um, and season three, of course, will be bigger and better than season two. So uh, uh, you will uh, have to stay tuned for that. Jackie, I was listening um, earlier. Uh, uh, I just finished. Um, B school. Actually, I graduate from B school this week, which is Marie Forleo's uh, uh, program, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's her business school program. And I thought that it was simply amazing. And anybody that wants a real business program, there's a lot of freaking programs out there. And you know, Jackie, we rarely endorse anything on this show, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say if you want a really good business program and you really want to start a business the right way and have somebody that not only handholds you but beats your ass through the whole process, <laughs> um, uh, you know, definitely uh, consider B-School. Um, uh, but she puts out something every single week. Um, and I will be honest, I didn't like Marie Forleo at first. I thought that she was a little too girly. <laughs> you know, she was very girly. She was very cutesy. Um, uh, she's downright absolutely spectacularly gorgeous. Um, and who wants to listen to that? <laughs> you know, just keep it real. Who really wants to listen to that? But she, like, grows on you after a while. And, uh, you know, it took me two years to decide that I was going to do uh, B-School. But um, And mainly because of the fact that most of the people that do B-School are girls. So it's difficult to, um, uh, you know, sometimes for a dude to say, you know what, let me put the, you know, let me, uh, you know, sit around in my jock strap and my beer can, you know. And, uh, oh, please. You know. Oh, please. <laughs> You would show up with your cavassier, please. <laughs> but you know, it's kind of like you, you know that's what you, you, that's what, what you feel like oftentimes when you uh, when you look at female based products. So I took the leap, and I'll have to say it's probably one of the best decisions, Jackie, that I've I decided to do because I've learned a lot. But anyway, she does something every week that's called um, Marie TV. Um, and if you want to watch it, you can go to marieforleo.com. Um, and this week she had an interesting thing because somebody asked a particular question um, about, um, you know, when you're, uh, Jackie, when everything in your freaking life, um, uh, you know, seems to fall apart and you feel like you've kind of lost everything, okay? Mm-hmm. You don't know which direction to go in. So you keep, you know, from our particular perspective with self-help, you keep doing the negative mistakes over and over and over because you don't know any other way. And one of the things that I found interesting was a couple of things from this particular video that she stated, which one of them you're going to absolutely love and uh, probably start orgasming on the floor. But I will save that for last because I may have to mute you. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, one of the things that she stated, which I thought was really powerful, was that in every moment you choose to see what is good in a situation or what is bad. So when, you're look, when circumstances are happening and occurring in regards to your life, every moment you can either see the good in it, and let me tell you, when the, the world is falling apart, that's very hard to get to. Um, or you can see what is uh, what is the bad in it. And I will tell you, whenever I have looked at, and I don't know if this has happened to you, Jackie, but when I have looked at the difficult circumstances or the life-changing events that have occurred in my life, um, uh, uh, which everybody knows my process because I did it live on the radio, but um, uh, uh, you know, I can say this, Jackie, I am so glad I freaking had it. Mm-hmm. 
so glad. Um, and I don't know if you have had the same situation that you were when you look at something that looked like a negative and you look back at it, though, and you just said, you know, that was the best thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Yep, because because the opportunities or the healing or the clarity or whatever it is that it brings, it might be super, super uncomfortable in, during the process, but, boy, you get an opportunity. when With great adversity comes the, comes the opportunity for a great reward. Yeah. Great reward. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, you know, one of the things that that Marie states is that positive, a positive attitude is a choice, and it's also a habit. Oh, I agree 100%. 100 in a million percent. Um, the other thing here that she states before I get to the orgasm, <laughs> um, looking for what is right in a situation gets you headed in the right direction. So as difficult as it may be, you know, uh, getting things uh, um, right in a situation will basically begin to, uh, you know, move things forward and where she begins to start to push things, uh, where you begin to push things basically in the right direction again. i got to add a caveat to that. You have to look at what's honestly right, not what you want to see as right. Yes, definitely. Because um, it's... um, yeah, because you can really codependent yourself or, or enable yourself into seeing what you want the truth to be. We know we have clients like that. Um, are you ready for your orgasm? I usually tend to keep those private, but what's up? Go ahead. Magic is action. Well, I already knew that. <laughs> But the way she said it, honey, it just made me fall on the floor. That's awesome. That, that proves my theory that um, <laughs> magic and spirituality is becoming mainstream. It's becoming, actually, it's becoming part of the business world. I love that. That makes me really happy. But, you um, know, just because you said I wouldn't freak out about it, I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, basically, you know, I thought that that was pretty interesting. And, you know, uh, uh, Jackie, what do you... What, what do you find, you know, a lot of people come to us uh, in a, uh, you know, usually when they're in a raw point, and, you know, probably more so with you than they even do with me. Um, uh, you know, I'm like the path until the uh, the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Jackie, you usually get them at the, the last resort, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, do you find that... Uh, 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 you know that this is a situation in which, when they come to you in that raw particular space, that often part of the particular process is getting them to look at things from a different perspective. Often, oh, one hundred percent of the time, um, when you're in that space, when you're in that that crisis moment of, what do you do? Um, for myself personally, every time I'm at, I'm, I, I, I'm being taken to the wall, so to speak. I feel like my back's against the wall and and I don't know what else to do. If I just change my perspective, and a lot of times if I could just get a ladder and step on a couple of rungs and look down a little at it, look at it from a higher perspective, um, uh, what's really going on, a more inclusive perspective, um, I can always find, always find where it goes. And so when my clients come to me, um, which is, you know, pretty broad base. It can be anybody from walking in the store to, to wholesale customers. 
and and they're like, what do I do now? How do I make this magic in my life? It's always about taking a new perspective. Yeah. Get on the ladder. <laughs> Step stool at, at at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is definitely a, a, a change and a factor that you know things need to go through. And I will tell you, even from a reading particular perspective, oftentimes, you know, when I work with people long term, oftentimes I try to to move them slowly in a particular direction in which, um, you know, uh, people. Uh, begin to um, start to see things in a different perspective uh, than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can get them, and it's it's not just go here look at the new perspective. What what as as consultants we do, as readers and, and healers we do, is we help them get there. Well, what does it look like? A lot of times, um, one of the greatest tools I have is what would it look like. If you could work on this particular change without these fears, and I'll name the fears, I'll name the change, I'll name these fears. Like, uh-huh. like I say to myself, what would my life look like? And I actually did this to myself just really the past couple of days because I, I, I got really sick last week with a bad cold and got really foggy on stuff. But I said this to myself, what, what would all these changes in my life look like without this cold? about the fears that this cold, that that manifested this cold and I started feeling better. And and so a lot of times that's just where we go with that to help them get there. Um yeah, exactly. The uh, and, and I think that that is part of uh uh getting there. Then now Jackie, what do you recommend um uh to people um uh uh in order to help them get down that process? Um, actually, any candle about the subject matter will give you the new perspective on it. And then I add to it, so if you if it's a protection issue or a family issue or whatever, light, I have them light a candle along that issue. I usually have them pull some uh, oracle cards too, the Coventry oracle cards. But then for, with there... Um, you think I'd sell a lot of needed change candles, and I do, but I have usually have them do a needed change or an uncrossing or a cleansing along with that, um, just to say um, lighten that load for yourself. Um, look at it from a different perspective. Um, but oftentimes it's just that one candle within that subject matter. Uh, and it could be, although it could be an inspiration candle to inspire you to see a different perspective or a vision quest candle is another one. I do quite a bit when someone is really stuck within a problem. Um, yeah, this is uh, uh, it is what spit it out. Go ahead. Well, well I, I think that in regards to uh, with the needed changes, I know when I burn those particular types of of, uh, of candles. Oftentimes, Jackie, that part, you know, because you're usually trying to get, um, uh, you're, you're trying to get rid of something out of your life, basically, um, uh, you know, or you're trying to cleanse something. Oftentimes, it can create a little bit more pain. Yeah, it does. Um, it, I won't even burn my own death candle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you did, and boy, did it work. Oh. Um, so, what? When I recommend that uncrossing or needed change or or spiritual cleansing uh, candle is when 
your normal course of action doesn't work anymore. Like I said, a lot of times, just to get a new perspective, um, light a prosperity candle or light a love candle or light a happy home candle or light a tranquil home candle or road opener just to say, what's my new perspective here, and and light a candle for that. Uh Because what that does is that's going to set up that, that positive energy for you to step into, which is going to be different than the energy you're working in right now. So that's why it can can be like that. But if you've done that and still nothing works, that's when you that's when I go to that that changing force, that changing energy um, within any of the products, cleansing away what's bothering me. But need to change and uncrossing are so awesome for that. Or um, out of my way from the um, Wicked Witch Mojo line. That's another great one. Um, I do a grief candle. I do quite a bit um, on that one, and the meditation candle in the affirmation uh-huh. line. So any of those, any of those things that just going to shift that energy and then sit with it. But you're right; it's gonna it, change is not comfortable. If change was comfortable, we wouldn't have this many issues with it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's why we talk about it because we avoid it. I know why. Well, I love on one hand, I love change. On the other hand, I don't mess with my fears. Yeah, exactly. And actually, you can use change. Um, okay, there's a difference between just creating change in your life and creating lasting change. Um, some people have that difficulty moving into that, that place of doing things different because they get stuck and stubborn or loyal to, to whatever it is. And then there's people like me who will generate change as a smokescreen. I don't want, so I realize for myself that sometimes I can avoid creating lasting change because if I am always having a new idea or doing things in a new way, I I am never going to discover if my idea was really valid. Because I'm going to che- keep changing it up. Yeah. Woo! How about that? That was a big um, a big wake up call for myself. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, and I think that that is uh, you know part of. Uh, the issue here, Jackie, is I know that moving down that particular path towards change and moving down that particular path towards um, developing um, something new, it can be very, very sticky. Um, and, uh, you know, people, one of the things that I think that people need to do always in regards to dealing with this particular stuff, especially clearing stuff, mm-hmm. is basically be very, very patient with themselves. Well, also, um, if you are really are creating that lasting change and you're, and you're um, switching things up and you're doing things different and you're feeling really, really empowered, um, what you have to make sure is that you're clearing the toxins out of your body too. That was my lesson for last week. Remember I was on the radio going, <coughs> um, making yeah. it through, taking my five hours so I could make it through the hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. I used that five hour and an hour and a half. Um so with that whole process, you know what happened is I had, and this is every time, every time, and I just, I'm seeing it. I I get on a good routine for two weeks, and I'm healthy, and I'm taking care of myself, and it's not just food and exercise. It's the whole process. Week three, I get sick every time, or, or I hurt myself, or something, or life goes kaputz on some area, or some drama comes up. Every time my husband pointed it out to me, and I went, Ah, snap, you're right. So I started doing, making sure my body was being cleansed, that I was doing um, whatever it is, supporting my own um, immune system process. It's something that absolutely happens. I've seen it myself and other people. 
Is that fascinating? Yeah, we, it is. But but um, I the thing that made me realize that that was true is um, watching someone come out of a negative situation, mm-hmm. and then their their body starts to finally release all of those emotional and spiritual toxins that they had been processing, and they get. Well, we all do it when when we come out of a stressful couple of weeks or whatever. We get sick after that. So, Storm, since you are on the reading tear while you're prepping for your time off, uh-huh. you know you're gonna make sure you're you're um, you're taking care of yourself. Oh yeah. Um, uh, the you know one of the things that I do at the at the you know every day is I always make sure that I get my hour and a half in with the light mm-hmm. always. Because yeah. of the fact that I'm doing such intensive work at this particular point, um, uh, and you know, the other uh, thing that uh, I make sure that I do is B12, mm-hmm. sublingual B12, which is the under the tongue. If people don't know what it is, um, and um, I also take um, 15 to 20 minutes of, uh, uh, you know, relaxing time whenever I can in regards to the course of the day. So what do you do when you relax? I usually listen to music. Do you do anything else? Um, if if I'm purposely meditating, that's something different. But relaxing stuff, usually listening listen to music. Um, uh, I have to now go outside for 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. And sit on the porch in the sun, um, uh, which I really, really don't like. And it's not even because I don't like being out there; it's because, girl, I hate to sweat. <laughs> I am sweat adverse. No, <laughs> it is some nasty stuff. Um, uh, you know, but I, I force myself to do that. And sometimes I just like to take a shower. Okay. What do you do? Um, honestly, lately my big relax is watching TV. And I know that that for for some people that's their addiction, but I don't watch it. So relaxing with my daughter and watching um RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> and us laughing about it is a blast. But the the most thing the thing I do the most to relax is um I go have a drink or coffee or or connect with friends. Um especially if it's a group of friends so it doesn't get too intense and y'all can sit there and laugh. Yeah. Um, laughing is my best. <laughs> or sometimes I'll just call you. Yeah, that's true. We we do. We have a lot of. We actually have a lot of fun on the phone. Too much. Yeah. If it was a party line, shit. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> no, I did the party line and that didn't work. <laughs> oh, that's true. You did. <laughs> that didn't work out too well for me. <laughs> um, but basically, you know the uh, the. Um, uh, you know, it is going into those simple, simple things. Um, you know, I, we have to take a break in a minute, but, you know, I just want to say that, you know, what Jackie and I will be talking about um, in the first part of May is going to be really going to be going back to basics. And it is something that I, um, uh, you know, really, because basically what I have to do when I'm in these very, very intensive periods is I really have to go back to those particular um, basics in order to... Um, uh, 
you know, remind myself of the particular process that I'm in. So it's really been those particular basic types of things combined with, um, uh, you know, looking at things in a very, very simplistic way spiritually, even looking at things, you know, Kabbalistically. You know, sometimes we can, you know, because I know um, the Zohar pretty well, all of those beginning passages, Jackie, you can just begin to forget after a while. Yeah, you do. And I, I think um, let's let's do something a little more than that. Let's talk about what the basics are. Yeah. Let's literally say, um, let's go to like meditation 101, spell work 101, um, you know, um, candle magic 101, tarot or, or astrology 101. And, and let's get just those real, because I've been doing that at, at Coventry. Actually, I've been doing that in my personal life as well as in Coventry. Everywhere I've been saying, okay, what's my basic needs? Yeah. So um, that's been that has been a, a huge a huge thing. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We have to take a break. Um, cruise on over to www.coventrycreations.com, um, and if you have a problem in your life, no matter what that is, we definitely have a candle for that. And on the other side, I'm going to try to get Jack, trick Jackie into giving us a brand new spell. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do not touch that dial. It may get very interesting. <laughs> we'll be back in a flash. Bring the action. When you have us in the club, you're going to turn the shit up. You're going to turn the shit up. You're gonna turn the shit up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. See the boys in the club, they watching us. They watching us. They watching us. Everybody in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. I wanna scream and shout and let it all out. And scream and shout. Rock and roll, everybody let's lose control. All the bottom, we let it go. Going fast, we ain't going slow. No, no, hey, yo. Hear the beat, now let's hit the flow. Drink it up and then drink some more. Light it up and let's let it blow, blow, blow. Hey, yo. Rock it out, rock it out. If you know what we talking about, burn it up and burn down the house, house, house. Hey, yo. Turn it up and go turn it down. Here we go, we go shake the ground. Cause everywhere that we go, we bring the action. When you have this in the club, you gotta turn the shit up. You gotta turn the shit up. You gotta turn the shit up. When we up in the club, all eyes on us. All eyes on us. All eyes on us. You see them girls in the club, they looking at us. They looking at us. They looking at us. Everybody in the club, all eyes on us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, so uh, I just find that absolutely fascinating. But uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, one of the things that I want to do in this particular half hour, Jackie, is um, let's do something new because you're always really, really great in regards to coming up with these crazy spells out of nowhere. Um, uh, you know, it, it, they just fly out of her mouth. I don't even know how it even works. I mean, I think that there's like a little spell person or something in her head at all times. Um, something new in regards to uh, what people can do to finally create that particular lasting change. How do they anchor that? I think that that's the difficulty. People can often, Jackie, begin to make that particular right. change, right. but it's very, very difficult to anchor that. Oh, I agree with you. I think that's, that is that is the challenge. That's why we do spells over and over again, and that's why um, that's why I sell so many candles. If people could anchor in a lasting change like like butter, they um, I wouldn't sell as many candles. So, what I do to anchor in lasting change is is I I use I start with very earthy elements, um, and and I that's just kind of I I know I want to. I want that change to grow roots in my life. So I start there. A lot of times I'll start with um, the uh, stability, self-esteem candle, mm-hmm. because, again, this is that's the core of it, and that's that's the base of, of what happens. Now, then, then I start to paint a picture of what life would look like. Um, uh, and it, it could literally be painting a picture or writing a story or, or talking it out. At the very, very least, it's about talking it out. And and then you add in writing and you add in and painting a picture or whatever creative endeavor you're going to do, whether it's cutting out pictures and making a vision board. Uh-huh. This is where a vision board can become very magical. But you start with your, your stability candle, um, some stones. And uh-huh. But my favorite when I'm doing um, work like this is I'll go and get garden stones, not river wash stones because it's too watery, yeah. but some garden stones or some um, or sit outside, which is even better. And and just start painting that picture. And, and a lot of times it's, Patty and I literally do this sitting next to each other and talking. What does it look like as this change takes hold? And then here's the key. I then start to talk about what does this look like when opposition hits me. Uh-huh. So I prepare for that. I prepare for the opposition. I prepare for my own personal opposition. Um, and, and start... Rehearsing that, so a lot of my sister always, not not Patty, but other sisters ask me. It's like this sounds just like a psychological thing. Yeah, magic is is really half, if not more. And then as um, <clears throat> as I talk about what it's going to look like when I hit that opposition, what is it going to look like when I go to my first get together with friends? What is it going to look like? How am I going to deal with it? How am I going? What's going to look like when I hit my first stressor over the subject? Uh-huh. How am I going to deal with it? And then as I as I process that, I bring in other tools. It might be a necklace. It might be um, a special dollar that you hang on to. Um, it, whatever it is that helps you achieve that goal. Um, I actually have. Um, the last time I did this, I had I made a, a little bag of stones for myself that I carried around with me. Uh-huh. Um, and it was when I was doing some traveling, and I wanted to make sure I stayed on a good, healthy eating plan. Um, otherwise, I would end up sick by the end of all these trips. Uh, <laughs> seriously, I mean, because everybody wants to take you out to eat, and you can eat all this rich food and then just like be miserable mess. So, um, 
And it's it's so tempting. Oh, I just made you this pie at home. It's my best strawberry shortcake. It's this is my, you know, this is the ribs or whatever it is. Everybody wants to treat you special, and it's awesome. Yeah. But you have to find that balance. And so, um, it might be a bracelet or or some something in particular um, that to help anchor that in. And so you wear it or keep it around with you. That so that's your spell is that you're going to start talking about what does it look like to be successful in this? What does it look like to um, to to hit your opposition on this? And how are you going to get through it? And then take all that affirming energy and all that exciting energy and get excited about it. I love it when I'm an extrovert, so I love it when somebody else is with me when we're doing this. So. <clears throat> so if I have somebody with me, I'm going to get excited and we're going to talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I could totally do this and I could do this and I could be this way. And so you pull in all that excited energy and you put it all into this item, uh-huh. um, a talisman or, or whatever. You could even put it into a candle and then affirm that every day as you as you light that candle. Some oil, you can put in some oil and anoint yourself with it, some spray. It goes on and on and on. So you charge it up with all the energy you brought up so you're reminded of it. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then as you hit that hard spot, you pull that out. And here's a perfect example of um of of this being very successful. So I have some friends who helped um launch a talent show for a grade school and oh my god and they ended with Gangnam Style, which was awesome. Every kid in the talent show was on stage doing Gangnam Style and they pulled the audience up. It was awesome. <laughs> it was hilarious. So there was a lot of roadblocks in their way. There's a lot of people who were not happy with them doing that or intimidated by it. And it's very, very silly, mm-hmm. um, thinking they know better. And, and and so I took them through a quick little spell of, of finding the beauty in what they were doing. And then another friend of mine, um, a friend of theirs, made them these beautiful handkerchiefs with these um, healing symbols, healing and protective symbols on them. Yeah. And they're made out of silk and they're hand-painted. And each one of these women had this, and and, uh, she blessed them, and they put them in their pockets during the show. So every time they all started to freak out or something started to go wrong, when you have 80 children in a talent show, there's a lot of room for chaos. They they, They just reached in their pocket, pulled out this scarf, calmed down, got through it, and everyone thought, how can you guys be so calm? You're like the nicest, calmest people in the world. And these are a bunch of real high-energy gals when they get in stubborn and everything, which I love them for that. So it was that was see see how that you you charge that little piece up, and it's yeah, there exactly. for you in the process. So so then, what you have to do is do it again. You hit a a level of um, of success. And as soon as you experience a little bit of success, and I'm listening to myself in this because they're telling me to say this, the minute you hear that little bit of feel that little bit of success, do it again. Because guess what we do? We experience a little bit of success. We we make that first sale or that fifth sale, but really what we need is 200 sales. Or we, yeah. we lose that first five pounds or first 20 pounds, but really what we need is lose 60 pounds. We save that first hundred bucks, but we really need that thousand dollars. When the first time you hit that little bit of success, do it again. Do that spell all over again. Relight that earth candle. Recharge all of your tools. Find your gratitude and do it again. And so, creating lasting change is not a one-time deal. 
It's a hundred times you. Yeah. So that's that's your spell that you're going to do. So you're going to light your candle for earth stability. You're going to light your candle for the subject that you're that you're working on. You're going to celebrate this change that you're making. Get excited about it. Have a strategic plan for what's next when you hit your adversity. Bring up that excitement. Put it in um, a talisman of some type or an oil or, or a magical tool of some type that you can rely upon and lean upon. And then as soon as you hit your first um, benchmark of success, do it again. When you hit the next benchmark of success, do it again. When you hit the next benchmark of success, do it again. And eventually you forget that you're benchmarking it. It is now a way of life. Um, One of the things that I would um, recommend people do, because uh, one of the things that I created... um, Last year, of course, I did, you know, some baby uh, food magic. Oh, yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah, is basically one of the things that you can do is create a particular substance in the in the baby food uh, jar, mm-hmm. um, uh, which mine has, you know, some Coventry oils with uh, olive oils in it and, um, you know, uh, different types of materials to uh, the herbs and things of that nature to, uh, to create the particular effect that I want. And what I will do, Jackie, is that when I get to that particular place, okay, um, or, you know, whether that it is a success or even, you know, the converse where I'm falling into Satan thinking, um, you know, I always go and crack open that baby food uh, jar, okay, dip Jackie um, like a protection candle or something in it or whatever it is that I'm doing, you know, and then burn. Mm-hmm. And it is often reattaching yourself to that particular energy again. But I think that, you know, creating um, the particular lasting change um, is about, and I also think that it is, you know, doing um, uh, the day-to-day, going back to the day-to-day things to keep your particular connection with the light open, that I think is also significantly important as well. Uh, Yeah. It is. It is. So it's. It's. The, you want to create some last, lasting change? Do it twice, four yeah. times, twenty times. But a hundred times. We don't care. Jar spells are awesome for that because you go back and you shake the jar or you reconnect with it. So reconnecting with. That's why that talisman is so great because you're reconnecting with it over and over again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And um, uh, uh, you know the. Uh, and, and I think that one of the things that people fall back into is oftentimes, you know, that surge of that particular, especially when something is successful, okay, it is so fleeting, um, uh, you know, because the real world is, you know, going to come in again. Mm-hmm. Um, and reconnecting to that particular energy, uh, you know, which one of the things that I would recommend that people um, do to uh, to continue to stay reconnected is often a vision quest or a fire candle um, can oh, often help that particular um, uh, reconnection as well, okay? Because I think that everything, at least for me, Jackie, everything, it always has to do with reconnecting to the light first, always. Right. Keeping that transformation going, I love that because fire is transformation transformation to me yeah. every time I need to to do that. That's alchemy to me. So yeah. um, I love that idea of, of keeping that fire or the sun. I love the sun because you're 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 moving in your uh, rhythm too. I like that idea. Good good call. Yeah, it is well you taught me well. <laughs> <laughs> See? I'm you candle magic. Although I don't think candle magic is as intricate as uh you know what? I have to say, you know what? You know, Patty and I are getting in the next two days? What? 
we're getting our manuscript back for final changes for the DIY Akashic Wisdom book. Oh my God! Yep. So this weekend is um, rewriting and drinking, which I think will make our rewrites awesome. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny when I say that because we're really not that big of drinkers. <laughs> it's like we'll, we'll be halfway into the first one going. Whew, I need to eat some bread or something. <laughs> Calm my brain down. <laughs> here, here is um, here, here, you're gonna find this fascinating. Um, I just pulled a tarot card, Jackie, and my question to the tarot um was, what is blocking people from creating lasting change? And the card that I pulled is the Seven of Swords. Um, Interesting. Which the Seven of Swords, of course, if you get to the classical delineation of the particular card, um, you know, it, it, you know, people often look at it as the card of trickery, um, uh, deceit, um, uh, things of that nature. But what I find fascinating, I use the writer deck. Um, uh, what I find fascinating about this card that hit me right away as I was looking at it is that the individual is turned around looking behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, often what prevents us. Um, from making lasting change, I feel, um, or what the tarot is telling me, is that we constantly keep looking back at the past. And I think that that is a lot of problem, Jackie, for uh, a lot of particular people, is that, you know, they keep looking back at the past, at the particular circumstances and situations that happened to them before, and they suck in that rather than kind of pushing forward in in that new particular direction. And I will tell you, I don't care how many times i got to get down on the floor, girl, and start screaming at the satan, I am moving my ass forward. Yeah, but but we do do that. We absolutely do that to ourselves, saying that, um, well, this just defined me, so now I can't change this definition of who I am. Yeah. And and you can say, no, no, that's not me. I'm just not that girl anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. I I am different than that. I respond differently in life, and and that's okay. Yeah. Just because you used to do something, just because, you know, really. I was when I was in high school, I think we had this conversation. I was a big fat liar. Mm-hmm. I made up all kinds of stories about my world and my life and what I did and I was inadequate and I was just really you know, I was that's who I was and and um I and now I am so I can't lie to save my ass anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll rehearse something in my I head. That, by the way. <laughs> I'll rehearse something in my head, going to work, being late. I mean, which is funny because I'm the boss. Or going home and I have a car full of stuff I just bought, and I'll and I'll like, why am I even? Go-? It's just so funny. It's just hilarious to me. It's like just because you were one way at, at one point in your life doesn't mean you're that way all the time. You know? Yeah. That's just funny to me. Yeah, and it is. And I used to like new wave music and dress. Um, in, oh my god, girl! I when I was in high school, I listened to that freaky kind of music. Uh huh. It was just like totally. Um, well, I, I I think because of the fact that you know when you are an individual that doesn't fit in, okay, it's much easier to relate to certain things that don't fit in. Yeah. <laughs> You, you know, um, and oftentimes, you know, because of the fact that they are, um, you know, I remember there was this wonderful, um, I went on a period in which I was kind of obsessed with the show The Nanny. Surprising, because I don't watch comedy. Um, but I love Fran Drescher. You know, she's perfect for gay men. Um, and, uh, you know, there is this um, 
uh, episode, Jackie, in which she's, uh, you know, becomes the muse of this rock star, um, and she's running around, you know, with the misery in her life, helping this rock star, you know, because she can't get married, and she's in love with this guy that she's, you know, the nanny for for his children and all this other stuff. And then basically at the end of this particular episode, this rock star fires her. And she goes, uh, and, uh, you know, Fran, of course, is all obsessed and, uh, and, uh, and things of that particular nature. Um, and, you know, the rock star says, there's nothing wrong with being happy. There's nothing wrong with stepping forward and moving into the future. She goes, but I just simply can't use you. You're not inspiring me. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, and of course, the, the, another character in the show, you know, ends up running off with her and being being her her muse. And you know, Francis sort of says, "Oh my God, this is so depressing." With Val, she'll be able to write an anthology. <laughs> you know, with the misery of her life. <laughs> um, but you know, oftentimes I think I think that that's it. I, I think that in many ways we get very very um, uh, you know secure you know secure in the comfort of our past pain as difficult as it may be mm-hmm. oh yeah that you're right you're right because again it, it lets it, it it let we let it define us and yeah. there's so many things i any one of us could be stuck on if you think about who you were in high school or in your 20s uh, who i was last week yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean but if you want a big drastic whatnot just start thinking about oh yeah i used to like I used to like having short hair, and now my hair, if it's too short, I get antsy. <laughs> you see, Jackie, I can't wait from 20 years from now when you're uh, when you're telling me, Storm, why did you even let me wear those blue, blue shoes? shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know you hate those. Why did you not tell me just to get rid of them and burn them? <laughs> You know, it's funny because I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say, "Why did you not tell me this orange hair looked ridiculous?" <laughs> I like your hair. Well, good. It's not blue. Yeah, and it's kind of weird and freaky, but um, uh, it kind of goes with your personality. So people's hair doesn't really bother me that much. Them shoes, girl, gotta go. <laughs> And the last time I said that, Jackie said, send me 100 bucks and I'll buy some new shoes. Right, I $100. I'm wearing them them next show. I'm wearing them and I'm going to put up a picture in the... the Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't even know where to go with that. (laughs) Thank God you can't put up pictures in the chat room. So, Jackie, tell me, because you're doing these rewrites, talk to me a little bit about... DIY Akashic Wisdom. First of all, when is it being released? I think it's going to be um, late October, early November is what is what it's looking like. Um, so tell you about um, DIY Akashic Wisdom. This is, um, I, uh, I feel so amazing about this. is This is a huge um, book of, of healing empowerment that Patty and I have created. It's really how to make these changes and you know those those lasting changes in yeah. your life um finding out some of the deeper levels of what's going on um, mm-hmm. why why do you keep you know surfing porn at midnight i don't know <laughs> um but but then how to ask yourself those questions and how to deal with what you find Jackie, don't tell people what you do at midnight on my sleep okay 
I don't know where that that other. Yeah, I'm, thing came from. because I know that you read the Kindle porn before you go to bed. Makes you do my dreams. Yes, exactly. Um, although that's been leaving me quite flat lately, so I've been reading more inspirational stuff. Yeah. You know, you can only you know after a while you just get immune to it. Like, Meh. read that scene before. <laughs> <laughs> Forty different times in forty different books. <laughs> but um, I'm really excited about this book because it's it's about how to take charge and 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 um, the different things that you can do. Tools. Uh, I'm so excited about these. Are really these are tools that I use in every session um, that I'm in, and and people have have had great results with it. But then tweaked so you can do it yourself because you know how that goes um, when you're working with a healer they can take you deeper and push your buttons to go there. But when you're working with yourself, you're like, oh, oh, that's enough. <laughs> I've, looked, yeah. I've looked enough. But this this helps you um, on your own go a little deeper. And then um, so our rewrite that we're doing is um, a couple of people at, in their in Wiser's um, editing department did some reading and, and asked us to move some sections around so we, we kind of um, – Get into some of the meat earlier. Yeah. So, so, and I love that idea that they have of just kind of giving some of the giving the basics first, and then going into some of the history later. So I'm excited about that now, rewrite. The rewrite is this rewrite a lot different than it was with Coventry Magic? I had no rewrites in Coventry Magic. Oh. Um, it was. I thought there was something wrong with Wiser because I had no rewrites with Coventry Magic. I was like, I called some of my other author friends, and I went. Um, I don't have any rewrites. Is that should I like demand Some that rewrite. they have somebody else read it? Um, to make sure that I, it's okay and and um and then I had they said, Well send it to me and I'll read it and I sent it to them like, Nope, nope, no rewrites and I'm like, Wow. So Coventry Magic was something that happened without me. I mean, it was something that I wrote, and 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 I feel I was feel like I was really divinely guided on a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. Mobilia had a lot to do with it, and um, uh, this one this one because we're bringing in a lot of concepts, some new concepts for people, some some things that are, um, so I think. This is. I'm really glad we have some experts saying. I just want you to do to change the order so people can get into it and get into the meat of it. So I, I, I'm excited about that. I like. Well, I like criticism. Good constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me that something sucks without telling me why it sucks. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yep. Because I will cut you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have an opinion, give give it give that some opinion. At least give me some meat with the opinion. Yeah. Otherwise, the machete is coming out. Yeah, or I'll give you a discount. You can go, whatever, you're stupid. The machete will be coming out, and I'll be laying on the bed saying, get away. We have to go. Me too. Oh, it's always a good time with you, Storm. Yes, it is. I always enjoy my Tuesday time with Jackie. Um, cruise on over to CoventryCreations.com um, If you have a problem in your life Whether that, that problem is love, romance, money Spiritual cleansing If you need to get a little bit of money Whatever it is that you want to do If you need to get rid of a, even a ghost We have a candle for that So um, <laughs> go over and check that out And uh, Jackie and I of course will be back 
um, next Tuesday, um, where we will begin our particular um, three-part series on getting back to basics. So you will definitely want to tune into that. And in the meantime, Jackie, what do they need to do? They need to keep it magic at the very least. (laughs) Speak life, everybody. We'll see you next week. feels perfect other days it just ain't working the good the bad the right the wrong and everything in between yo it's crazy amazing we can turn our heart through the words we say mountains crumble with every syllable hope can live or die so speak With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.